0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rough Cut Retrospective bonus content and another edition of The Retrospectors. Each episode, I invite a guest whom I may be really close with or haven't spoken to in a long time to talk about a movie that they love or means a lot to them for any matter of reasons. As we discuss their film of choice, we strengthen the bonds of friendship, and in doing so, we officially welcome them into the spectral realm as a retrospector and a member of the RCR family. And this week, ladies and gentlemen, delighted to be joined by Ajay Sharma. Hello, sir. Why, thank you
1: for that touching introduction, my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of us that can't see us considering this is audio, I am currently bowing out yes, of Yes, he is, he is, <laughs> indeed he is.
0: Yeah, it's a good visual uh, medium, podcasts are. So uh, okay. do a lot of visual bits during this episode. Oh, okay, fun. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, giving me the bird right now. No, he's not. (laughs) Oh, man. What's up, Bajay? How you doing, buddy?
1: Yeah, I'm living the dream, man. I got to say, I have been looking forward to this since the day I was born. Wow. Um, I came out of the womb. Um, Uh I was a C-section, though, so it was a bit strange. But I came out of the womb. You were removed. I was removed (laughs) and could not wait for the day that I was interviewed by the beloved Carter Sims um, for a movie, which
0: we will later name. Indeed, we will. Nice. Great foreshadowing there. Well done. (laughs) Um, Ajay, tell the people how we know each other first. Oh, this is quite the story.
1: How much time
0: you got. (laughs) Yeah, right.
1: Um, Carter and I had the pleasure of meeting uh, about a decade ago. That's Um, wild. And it's funny, I will say, as I was reminiscing on this, um, Carter, you were actually the first friend I made in high school. No, I had. Yeah, I had other friends. But, you know, well, we were from, in, from we were, in
0: uh, were we in SRT together? Yeah, we had homeroom yes. together. Yeah, for, for those oh, that yeah. didn't go
1: to our yes. high school, um, we'd, we'd refer to it as student resource time, but it was basically just our homeroom. Yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, so we had homeroom together in the first day of school. That's where you kind of start. And then mm-hmm. we also had first and second period together, which were PE, physical oh. education for those that oh, don't know yeah. letters and words, <laughs> uh, followed by geometry, where we learned shapes and sizes and proofs and all the things. Wow, um, good time. So I spent the first half of my day with you for the first like week of high school and I was like, Oh, this guy's kind of cool. We went through uh, a did lot I know. together. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Yeah. I have never looked at a trapezoid the same way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember that was miserable because we did have gym first period and it was like <laughs> during the winter too. Yeah.
1: So like we literally
0: had to wake up at like seven a.m. and jump in the pool for that yeah. couple of weeks, and I wanted right. to die. That was tough. You know, and what's frustrating is
1: I will share, um, I am somebody that needs to start my day with a shower more often than not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so that entire year, I remember showering three times a day because yeah. I would start my mornings, right? And take a shower. Then we go to first period PE, take a shower after. And then I ran cross country. And so I would um, run several miles and hope to God I took a shower after You were that. the cleanest boy in all the land. I mean, or... I had to clean myself so often because I was the dirtiest boy and all.
0: <laughs> well, you know, the. I see the cup is half full. Uh, <laughs> funny yeah. you say a decade because um, a little foreshadow, a decade ago is when the movie that we're talking about came out. Wow! How about that, huh? This... Our friendship is as old as this film. Tale as old as time. We're talking about Beauty and the Beast. Uh, <laughs> no. Um. Before we tease, the, let's tease the people just a little more, Ajay. Okay, and I okay. just want to ask, what is your relationship to movies? Are you like a casual yeah. guy, a film buff? What what say you about movies?
1: It's a good question, Carter. Um, I'm going to start this answer by saying commitment scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, your girlfriend's not listening. To yeah, she is. And she's not very happy. Um, Hi, Aaron. <laughs> she can't hear you. She says hello. Uh, okay. Uh, but, um, <laughs> I don't sit still very well and I'm afraid of commitment and so generally speaking new movies are very intimidating to me (laughs) unless I have the control to turn it off at any choosing Mm. so I don't mind watching movies by myself because I have no problem watching a movie in three increments. The Mm. issue for me is when I'm, you know, with someone or it's a casual group of friends or whatever, and they'll be like, oh, I want to watch a movie. And I'm like, (laughs) well, I don't know.
0: Let's slow down a little.
1: Hey, take me out to dinner first. (laughs) Um, So I will say, generally speaking, I enjoy movies, but don't watch them very often because commitment scares me unless they're one of my select like six movies that I watch on a monthly basis, which include like my Big Fat Greek Wedding, uh, The Big Short, Legally Blonde, and uh, more Most recently, thanks to um, Aaron, Sweet Home Alabama has been uh, a bit of regular. So, you know, I love watching some of the same movies over and over again because I have no remorse turning them off. But I would not consider myself a movie buff to answer your question. Wonderful.
0: Ajay, what movie have you chosen today? Today, I have chosen the perfect movie,
1: especially if you know how to pitch. Mm. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorites. Pitch perfect.
0: Hi. Any interest in joining our music group? Sorry, I don't even sing. It, I don't know,
1: but, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You can sing. You have to join the Bellas. I can't concentrate on you cover your junk. I'm not leaving here until you sing. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. It's not enough to be good. We need to be different. Oh, I like the way you work, oh, No diggity. I gotta bang it. Oh, up, baby. Oh, 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 oh. Let's remix
0: this business. I like the way you work. Today. I have a feeling we should kiss. I sometimes have a feeling
1: I can do crystal mess, but then I think
0: mm, better not. Yeah. This is a movie that I think I so I rewatched it this past week to prep for this, but <laughs> I don't think I had seen it probably since high school. Maybe. Oh, oh man. Maybe. <laughs> I- I'm really curious about how's your perception of the movie changed from then <laughs> to now? Well, I think and you and I can probably both agree that when we saw this movie, we're, we're either we're theater kids or theater adjacent kids, you and I both are. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this was like big for us. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> <In> 2012 <laughs> is when it came out. And so we were, were we freshmen? We were freshmen. Must have been. School. Yeah. Yeah. So we were just young, impressionable little boys who yeah. liked uh, a cappella. And we were like, oh, sign me up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I uh, even was so inspired by the movie. I am now a recreational vocal percussionist,
0: actually. Pretty awesome. And you're great. <laughs> uh, I, you you can be humble all you want, but he is really good. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Ajay, maybe people don't know what Pitch Perfect is. So could you, in your own words, describe it? I can do that. So it is about a
1: woman on a journey. <laughs> aren't, aren't we all, Ajay? <laughs> no. I will just say that's my cliche when I'm describing most <laughs> movies in this genre. It's like, oh, what's it about? I'll say it's it's about a woman on a journey. And more often than not, it's, it's You're correct, not right? Legally Blonde, The Devil Wears Prada, phenomenal movies about a You've woman on a journey. Yeah, i, I got to type. I love so, it. So it is about this freshman in college. Am
0: I allowed to spoil this movie? Probably, Oh, yeah. Right? Um, Most hopefully, people if this. people are listening to this episode, they've probably seen the <laughs> they've movie. They've had a chance. I mean, it's been so, 10 years. Yeah, you've had 10 years. You could spoil a 10-year-old movie.
1: Um, A woman begins college at which she attends Barden University, and um, she is very closed off and distrusting of the world for some background. Essentially, her parents had gotten a divorce, and that caused her to just close people off. Um, Mm -hmm. So she she joins college and is very slow to go do anything. Um, I think a month in her father, basically, I don't want to say has an intervention, but is like, hey, you're skipping class. Go do something. Right. Uh And all she wants to do is move out to L.A. and uh, produce music, all that jazz. Mm -hmm. Um, Her dad offers to pay to move her out if she gives it a good college try. If She gives college a good college try. Good. Joins a club, makes friends, whatever. So she goes to the activities fair. Um, hits it off, not really. has a Has a funny interaction with two lovely ladies who are all that's left from a uh, <laughs> what's the word? An underdog acapella group at nice. this um, at this campus um, ends up running into one of these two ladies in the showers later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> great. They hit it Uh-oh. off, yeah.
1: And in a way that we will continue to tease
0: the audience. That's yes, we well. Watch the
1: movie if you want to find
0: out. <laughs> Watch this as we talk about it in live <laughs> action right here. She auditions, spoiler alert, makes it
1: to the group, and then they have to go through a series of performances to eventually get to the finals where they may or may not perform um and tr- compete for a chance to um be victorious. Indeed. I think I skipped over a lot of stuff, but I wanted to
0: keep that fairly short. That's purposeful. <laughs> uh, it was directed by Jason Moore. Uh, the only other significant credit to his name is a movie called Sisters in 2015. Uh, not to be confused it. with Sister, Sister? Correct. Don't confuse it. This stars Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, not Tina oh. Tamera Um, written by Kay Cannon, uh, who wrote all three Pitch Perfect films. Good for okay. Okay. The new Cinderella movie. Really? The Lily James one. Yeah. Oh, not the show.
1: Hilary Duff one. <laughs> no,
0: there was another one. There's too <laughs> many Cinderella movies. There's That's a lot honest. of this. There's too many. Oh yeah. And not the Camilla Cabello one. But yeah, right? I was going to ask you. Yes, certainly not that one. And I actually didn't know this. It's based on the book by this guy named Mickey Rapkin about like collegiate competitive acapella. I had no idea. I didn't know anyone's written a book on collegiate (laughs) cappella. There's a niche for everybody, but it's based on a true story. That's pretty uh, cool. Pretty cool. Um, And it stars, um, I think you and I had a big crush on her back in the day. Anna Kendrick. Yes, yes, definitely. (laughs) Certainly not now. Uh, Anna Kendrick, (laughs) Skylar Aston, Brittany Snow, Rebel Mm. Wilson, Anna Camp, Elizabeth Banks, John Michael Higgins, Adam Devine, and we're going to talk about this later, Ben Platt. Oh, no Esther Dean mentioned. Oh, and Esther Dean. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I ran I ran out of room on my document. Yeah, right sorry, Man, sorry, sorry,
1: sorry. <laughs> but yes, Esther <laughs> Dean,
0: key role. lot to learn about her later too, which is fun. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Why did you choose this movie per se today? Yeah, what is it about you know, Pitch Perfect?
1: I, um, I have this relationship with a cousin of mine where when we get together, we like to watch uh rom-coms right i don't know nice. that this would technically be deemed a rom-com but it kind of fits in that I genre think so. you know yeah, I think um so. and so as we were scrolling through it was like well we like music this seems interesting and so we gave it a shot and uh instantly fell in love i mean it was uh it was just the perfect movie to add to our catalog of rom-coms that were go-to's for us Dude. um i think after that became the start of something beautiful because we just would get together and watch Pitch Perfect after so much. So I remember we shared a Prime account for a while and nice. I had bought Pitch Perfect because this was before you know things were just everywhere, just everywhere on, on the get. streaming services. Yeah. Um and I should have mentioned, I actually forgot, uh, the first time we watched this, I think it was on an on demand. Like nice. <laughs> it was like Comcast on Demand or something, which so you you had never seen it in theaters. I had not seen it in theaters. That's correct. I had neither. I didn't either. Okay. Yeah. I, I did see the second and third in theaters. Yeah, I did as well. Yes. Okay. And we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, so it was just one of those where it's a fond memory of mine because I love my cousin. And our times, just like sitting watching movies, were always just super delightful. And so um, that was the first time I watched it. And now I've seen it probably 20 times. <laughs> nice.
0: This year or in total? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> this, this week. I, no, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, that's very sweet, yes, I think, yeah, I mean, the first time I watched it, I think was just like one night by myself. Also, I think it was just like on TV. It was just on, and it it was like it had commercials. I think I probably watched the TV version mm. first time, so I didn't get the full effect. Oh man, and, uh, yeah, but it was good stuff. So, um, let me give the people a little more background about how this movie came to be because there's a Please. lot of like real life things that I had like no idea about. so okay. um, so as I mentioned, the film is based off this 2008 book, nonfiction book, called Pitch Perfect, The Quest for Collegiate Acapella Glory. <laughs> Incredible stuff. The That's guy, great. The guy who wrote it, he was like a senior editor at GQ, spent like a season covering competitive collegiate acapella. Wow. Um, yeah. Could he you brought... imagine that being your job? <laughs> <It's> sick. <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could do that That's right amazing. like he followed um the tufts university Bezelbubs, which yeah. is the inspiration for the troublemakers in the film wow really um yeah I, also i just learned like a bunch of these schools have acapella groups the university of oregon Divisi is like the loose inspiration of the bellas wow and uh the university of virginia holabahoos <laughs> uh who have a cameo in the film actually oh wow yeah uh there when bumper is singing the Wh- whip it yes um that's uh the Bezelbubs bubs i think really uh, just hang or the whole Holabu- of sorry the whole of oh gosh you're about to start a war i know this acapella rivalry is coming out um, <laughs> Acapolitics. politics <laughs> yes Aca-politics. <laughs> uh, uh but yeah so uh and two members of the acapella community that's just funny to say the acapella community um deke sharon who founded the international championship of collegiate acapella so this is real this is real this is all real. got it um and ed boyer um, were brought on board to arrange the songs produce the vocals and act on site as music directors okay uh and they ran a month-long acapella boot camp which sounds amazing wow and uh and yeah the film was mostly shot do you know what campus this was mostly shot on I
1: want to say pepperdine but I
0: think that's Zoe 0101. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Um uh, no, this is on LSU campus. Really? I really? didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. And uh, of course Elizabeth Banks, co-producer, who kind mm. of is like the 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 matriarch of this whole which is a, a franchise now, which is wild to say that this is a franchise. So. Yeah, that's fair. Um yeah. So just that's just a little background for the people as uh, <laughs> how how we got here today. I love uh, it. Ajay, what really works in this movie for you? You know, I think, and this is such a
1: minor thing, but just as somebody who appreciates good acting and good theater, uh-huh. um, I love the the really small ways that they build realistic characters in Ooh. this movie, and I'll elaborate. So, like, the first example that comes to mind is when Becca first arrives on campus. You know, she gets out of the taxi, and you have, like, that girl that's like, hey, welcome to Barden, here's your mm-hmm. rape whistle, right? <laughs> um, What I love about that scene is people like that exist (laughs) definitely yes like if you've been on a college orientation you know that's a real person like that is as as funny and as hyperbolized as that interaction is it's absolutely real yeah um i think another one is when becca's exchanging with her father one of the first times they're in her dorm room Mm -hmm. and um you know he says something like you can't go out and be rick d's (laughs) <laughs> and and Becca has just like this moment where she's like uh, no dad and then like it's just like her stumbling uh-huh. and it seems kind of forced but in reality that's how the interaction would actually be between an 18-year-old daughter and her father. Totally. And so even though it's like kind of painful and awkward, it's really really good acting and writing, I think. Yeah. So I think the writers did a great job. Um, I have a lot more about the writing that I'm excited about that I'll
0: lead uh, uh, get to later. Just kind of the world of acapella at mm. the forefront of a movie yeah. which is like something we've never seen before. I'm <laughs> pretty sure I've never seen that on the big screen before. <laughs> and like and actually actually learning about that this is real like is like kind of cool also. It like adds a level of reality to it, it that does. I like didn't know. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of moments in the movie that are very exaggerated and stuff but that's fine i was gonna say it's kind of like you know when you're watching
1: a horror film Mm. and you're like bah whatever until the end when it says based on a true story and then you're like like, (laughs) right so it's kind of like that with pitch perfect where as soon as i've learned it's a true
0: story it's a whole other now you're gonna rewatch it in a very different light now anna kendrick's ghost is gonna haunt me of course and i wouldn't be mad I (laughs) i wouldn't be mad about that um And then on top of that, I think this just came around like the perfect time just for us because Mm. it's this and like Glee has been on for like two or three years. Right. And so I feel I think Pritch Perfect is kind of just like a more fun version of Glee. Right. I think. It is right. also consolidated, right? Because it's like a movie.
1: Yeah. So you can go through all the swings of a typical drama pretty quickly. That's <laughs> Glee did it over <laughs> six seasons. Yeah. I didn't just even, in different ways. I didn't
0: finish Glee either, so uh, I didn't either. Yeah. Yeah, but I did finish Pitch Perfect. Ah. And uh, and I think it goes without saying, which we'll talk about later. But I just love seeing musical numbers, man. I Agreed. mean. I mean, we'll talk about that when we get to our, about talk about which scenes we like, but yes, yes. Agreed. I will say really... too, I think some technical elements that, um,
1: you wouldn't really appreciate if you didn't generally enjoy the theater is like stage presence. I think they did a really good job choreographing stage presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lighting is, is typically like pretty cool with what they've got going on in the background. And know it makes me wonder in the reality where the characters experience, <laughs> like it, where the characters exist. Right. Yeah. Um, Did they like it? Was I almost said Anna Camp is is Aubrey Audrey? I mix up those names a lot. Aubrey Aubrey. is Aubrey designing the lights. Like who's doing that? Right? Is that somebody else? Is that Benji? I always wonder. But um, they do a great job though of just like putting on the performance on stage.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it's really is impressive because it made acapella look cool, which I don't think people think acapella (laughs) was cool probably, (laughs) Um, but I think it's rad. Right. just want to be i want to die i'll die on that hill that acapella yep, yep. is sick i'm with um, you so yeah i those things go without saying that that's what i really think really works in the movie let's talk about your favorite performance i know it's going to be maybe oh, difficult man. for you to do
1: yeah i have a lot of favorite performances that's fine but we can go through f- all of them oh no we can't do that we <laughs> would spend three hours on here um my favorite of the favorite performances <laughs> During the, the the final round, what's it, well, the finals? Yes. Uh, when the Treblemakers are performing and uh-huh. Ben Platt gets his moment, when Benji gets his moment. I've got the magic in me. Every time I touch that track, it turns into a Now everybody knows I've got the magic in me. When I hit the floor, the girls come slapping Now everybody wants some Preston. Oh my God. Right? It's phenomenal for a couple of reasons. Okay. Number one, I just have a soft spot for Ben Platt. And the way they wrote his character, I was like, oh, this is so unfair. Like, we need to do this man justice. Right? And they gave him redemption at the end of it. And so I was like, this is awesome. Right? Um, Number two. Oh my gosh. His vocal performance is so strong in that. Like it is just, it is, it gives me chills, especially just because of like his emotion in that of how excited he is and how he builds while singing his solo to the point where you can sense the confidence in him at the end. Again, phenomenal acting on Ben Platt's part, big Um,
0: character development in that, like in like 30 seconds. And then he's like a badass, and all the girls are like, right. "Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) And
1: then number three, um, and this is uh, as a part of the writing. So, benji at the very beginning of the movie when he uh goes and talks to the troublemakers and the the hullabaloo's mm. um <laughs> the hullabahoos <laughs> get it right sorry sorry the the bowl of the blues yes <laughs> yeah. there you go bowl of blues um <laughs> when, when benji goes up and talks to them though he tells bumper like oh your performance of do you believe in magic actually convinced like made me want to be a certified illusionist right <laughs> and it was like dude you're weird okay <laughs> now i love that in the character arc, when they bring it back, it is again a song about magic, right? How about that, such a minor detail, but when you see
0: it, I'm like, wow, these writers really put some thought into this. This is awesome. <laughs> and like also in that that final performance scene, I didn't catch this until this time, but like he comes out and he like has the microphone up his sleeve, so he's doing like a sleight of hand. He whips oh. out the mic. From his sleeve. I only noticed it this time around. I didn't notice that. I'm like, going to have to go rewatch it now. <laughs> it comes out. You don't see it. And then it just like. Oh, God. And then you're like, oh, yeah, let's go. That's phenomenal. Yeah. So that that is pretty great. So is Ben Platt your favorite performer of the movie? Uh, this
1: is so tough.
0: That's um, tough. And that's and honestly, I love it because yeah. I mean, you and I
1: love Ben Platt. Awesome. I do love Ben Platt. I love Ben Platt so much. I will say I love Anna Kendrick's voice, though. Oh, like, yeah. So nice. I watched the last five years, the movie version, just to oh, listen to her voice. Yeah. Mm. Um, I love that show. I, hot take. I don't think she was great for the part. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fine act. Great, great acting in the film. Um, and I don't want to accidentally turn this into <laughs> the last five We're years. covering both, uh, actually. This is yeah, an Anna right. Kendrick pod now. <laughs> but just like quick fun fact about that film. Uh, it was all filmed in three weeks, which is kind of crazy. Was it really? That's wild. Yeah, yeah. Don't but I listened to that just to listen to her voice more. So I, I love Anna Kendrick's voice. Yes. Um, so it does I don't something. Know. I I didn't answer your question. It's really tough for me to answer.
0: I, I get it because like I literally wrote down like four people that I thought were like really great in the movie. I mean, I have I'm in love with Brittany Snow. I'll just throw oh, that out there.
1: That's a fair um, love.
0: Like she, I just think <laughs> she's so fun, and I I don't really understand. I I mean, it's part of the movie when she has the. She can sing the low bass notes. Cool. But <laughs> she gets her nodes removed. What's she gets there her not to removed, That happens. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I have to yeah. wonder too, as
1: like Brittany snow ever rewatches any of the films she's in. If she does that right. When she's watching pitch perfect, it's just be like, Oh my God,
0: I forgot. What you did. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, I sang, I sang those bass <laughs> Right. <laughs> notes. Yeah. That, that stuff is wild. I think Anna Kendrick, Britney snow. I think rebel Wilson is really funny in this. She um, um, she has great lines. She has great, lines. She, she delivers like, them very well. And most of them were improv, apparently. Like she just kind of went. Really, like, the whole like. When, remember when they're doing like they're at the fair, the or like the the college fair. The, yep, yep, yep. And she like gets on the ground. She's like, I, "This is my mermaid dance." Oh man, improv. Not, not. You're kidding. Script. She just gets down and is doing.
1: <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I do know. So I was just I rewatched it again this week as well in, in uh-huh. preparation for this, um, and <laughs> I was watching some bloopers. And it was funny, I actually watched Fat Amy Adlib a couple, and one of them was like when Britney Snow when when sorry, we need to refer to these That's characters true, rather yeah. than the actresses. It's so tough. Um, no, no, not Aubrey. Which one? Aubrey Shana Uh Chloe. Chloe. Thank when you. when Chloe is announcing her nodes after their poor performance at the mm-hmm. frat. Um Rebel That ah, ah, That Amy. <laughs> Amy. Yeah. She has a blooper where she's like well, this is probably just the universe getting back at you for being a ginger. <laughs> it's just hysterical. See, it's just like, just could you riffing. imagine,
0: right? Yeah, I love it. I love that they Riff just often? Riff often, hey uh, Oh yeah, and we're going to get that in a minute too. But right. uh, yeah, let me throw out some, just another honorable mention to Skylar Aston because I do like his voice mm. a lot too. And then I also like Adam Devine too. Uh, he's doing a lot of improv too which is fun. Uh, he he plays his part very well. He does, yeah. Bumper is uh is a good character. He's just yeah. fun. Um It's it's funny to watch what they do to his character too in the second movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, favorite scene, Ajay. Maybe besides even
1: besides the shower
0: scene. <laughs> oh, is it is it the shower scene? It's not have... the shower scene I'm making a bad joke. No. Um that that is a fun scene, but I, I a, think I have a few nominees if you'd like me to help you out. Or um, if you just I, know it. I mean, so, I love the riff off. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You got my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey, 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 Mickey. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine.
1: And you're mine. I'll be yours. Till the end of time. Cause you made me feel. Yeah, you made me feel.
0: Okay. Let's see how you do it put up your deuce i
1: think i mean just what they do in back that back. with the way they surround everyone and then when um becca has like her you know coming Let's of age moment down. no yeah right <laughs> uh it's it's really cool how everybody jumps into the instrumental if we can call it that uh yeah <laughs> it's, um just like the, the you get this feeling of like community like even though they're competing there's like really like this like bond between like Akka people Akka <laughs> people um and so i don't know something about that scene coming together is just so fun also the idea of this being a type of competition right like in everything leading up so to cool. that moment right yeah. it's just so fun it's like man yeah could could i compete and be that witty could i think that quickly about lyrics as, yeah
0: and like, within like, a theme too right <laughs> yeah and then not even that like can everyone else follow behind me as i right. maybe thought of this thought or if someone else does i was like i don't know how to do the bass to this song <laughs> what is this song <laughs> what if you don't know the song right. it's uh there's a lot going on so like it is cool that like it all just like very it all just fits together and it's cool that it's like in like is is like in a skate park or is it like in a pool uh, I can't remember. It's one of those two, though. Like they filmed it at like three AM yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So I think I do really love good. that they keep um, a riff off amongst all three movies as well. Yeah, they, and, knew
0: they had the, something good there. Right
1: yeah. in the second one, the Green Bay Packers are in it, which is just so funny that I can't remember if
0: if somebody on that team reached out to like
1: the writers or
0: or how they it came was. about. I thought it was like because it's Clay Matthews and a, a bunch of other. I think it was literally like they're like we're fans of the movie. Can we? Be yeah, it? No, like, it was something yeah. like that, yeah, right? So that's good stuff. I love. The riff um, <laughs> yeah, I love the riff off too. I'm just gonna rattle off a few nominees because I just thought these scenes were really fun. Um, I do have written down Ajay the shower scene. I oh, lot I just I just think it's really cool because I think they're actually singing live in that scene. I think. okay, I think you're right. So I think that's cool. I read something that like Anna Kendrick in most of her scenes when it's just like her, like she's actually singing live. I believe it. Um, So yeah, I think that scene's really cool. And I think an underrated part is when the guy comes in and he's like, "You have a you have a lovely voice." voice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. And she's like,
1: "Thanks." (laughs) And yeah, that makes sense. Fun fact about that scene: yes, her tattoo is fake.
0: What? (laughs) 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 That ruins the movie. You're lucky that wasn't in my my one of my fun facts later. Oh man, um, I, yeah. I like the. Um, I don't know if you can count these. I I count these as two scenes. The "Since You've Been Gone" audition mashup is really fun, and then the cup song. I don't know yeah. if you count them as one because they like, um, happen right after the other.
1: Y- yeah, I, I guess they're one scene, right? Like it's in the same set. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to get overly technical about it, though. But I phenomenal scene. I mean, I love how they layer everyone's parts, yeah. right? And even yeah, no, it's so fun. Um
0: and another great Ben Platt moment in that. I was movie.
1: gonna say you get yep. you get to you get to actually see Benji perform, yep. which is phenomenal. Um, but then he ruins <laughs> it with what's his line? Performing live gives me such a rush or something to that effect.
0: <laughs> and like, uh <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Um I like the the Bella's first performance. Well, not the one where they like mess up at the frat. Not that one. That one. Not the one where they watch. puke at the very beginning. Of the movie. Not that one either. That one's tough to watch. Also, which first one are we talking? About? This is the one where, so um, Chloe says she had, she has notes. She can't say, hit the high notes. I like Fat Amy coming up.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and like she does the turn the beat around. Stage. Yeah, I think yeah. that's just really fun. It is fun, and actually, what, one of my um, favorite things about that scene is watching Aubrey's face.
0: <laughs> she's witnessing
1: that <laughs> amy do this because she's so mad but yeah. like sticks to her choreography
0: right yes <laughs> it's phenomenal it's good stuff um I it's a quick scene, but the party in the USA bus ride is really Ooh, fun. That's such a good one. That was actually, I had that
1: one listed as like yeah. my backup. Yeah. It's a nice honorable mention. It's, it's in like, just in terms of the plot of the movie. Right. I think there are like three like pivotal moments where you really see these girls come together as a unit. Mm-hmm. And that's probably one of the first ones where you yes. realize like, Oh yeah. Cause this is just like a hodgepodge of random girls. Right. Cause at the beginning of the movie, it's just two. And yeah. then at the end, what do they have? 10, 12, something like that. Yeah. Um, and they just like really have this moment and it's
0: really cute and I don't know. It just, it's, it's really cool and collective. It is adorable that. And then the next one where I think they really come together is the, the, just the way you are and just yes, a dream absolutely. Mash up in the pool. Well, and especially because so nice.
1: it's so good. And that's where you see Aubrey and Becca become friends. Like yes. Aubrey finally gets her walls down after
0: that whole, you yeah, know, whole, uh, scene. she's got a, she's got a, uh, a tragic dad backstory too going on, yeah. doesn't she? I'm,
1: I don't even, It doesn't even sound that tragic. Also, his advice is terrible.
0: Like, when the going gets like, tough, pack your bags. Yeah, right. It's like if
1: if at first you don't succeed, uh, pack your bags or you oh, fail yeah. or something. Right? She has a couple of those, so I think yeah. that, that's also. But the point being, you know how many times I've failed at stuff? <laughs> like <laughs> and eventually, it's like been fine or well, or I've learned from it. Like yeah. what terrible advice is this father and, and he, has, he has a military background right so like yes. okay fine if you're in the field and you fail people die so like i get that Fair. but i don't know that that wisdom transfers to like <laughs> to Acapel- Acapel-
0: Acapel-
1: <laughs> <shit>.
0: <laughs> yeah i guess not oh well <laughs> um and then my final one is um uh, well my final two is the the troublemakers magic and then the the Barton bell is final number two so that one's so fun but i think i do like the I think I like the the troublemakers one more. That might be the hot take because I do love the the Benji stuff. It's great. It's
1: tough. I like them for different reasons. It's like yes. picking a favorite child. You know, True. I don't have yeah. any children, but I imagine when I do, you'll I'm have a favorite pick Ben Platt.
0: <laughs> 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 I would too. I would too. See, what's um, tough
1: is is I think in in um when I'm comparing those scenes, I'm yeah. comparing um the individual Benji. Uh-huh. To the conglomerate of the Bellas, right? Which is like, mm, if yeah. I had to stack them team against team, I will say I liked the Bellas performance better. But if I had to rate any individual, if I were giving out like an individual award, it would be Benji.
0: So if Benji joined the Bellas, your brain would explode.
1: <laughs> well, they already have Chloe to hit the bass notes. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah,
0: you don't need them. You don't need them. Amazing. Except he probably would sing a higher part
1: yeah. of scrolls
0: anyway. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, we should just do a separate bed plat episode. Ah, we're both I'm going with the riff off too. I think that's just that's a great scene. It's a fun um, one. Okay, so we we do this with movies that we love. What could have been better? Let's yeah. let's nitpick some stuff.
1: <laughs> a very nitpicky thing. great. I think the writers missed an opportunity. Oh, please. <laughs> so please tell me. When Becca's dad comes into her dorm room right uh-huh. and Kimmy Jin is just like sucking because she's uh-huh. being herself right and she just like doesn't say a word and he's like hey I'm introducing myself like I'm Dr. Mitchell I teach intro to philosophy or whatever or stuff, comparative literature that's what it is yeah <laughs> the writers missed an opportunity for him
0: to look at her and go no English <laughs> <laughs> yeah because because Becca kind of Becca does that in the first part that would have been <laughs> good. that's
1: why it would have been so funny <laughs> <laughs> little callback right <laughs> because it's like no English, yes, English. Just tell me where you are with English, right? <laughs> and so just like it would have been so especially because it's her dad, right? So yeah. like having that like parent, like it just would have been like, oh, like you guys are actually more similar than you want to be, and maybe that's why you butt heads. And it could have been like a really easy theme. Like it was just like low-hanging fruit, in my opinion, that they just so it is yes. like a very random side to what could have been
0: better. But it's the first thing that popped did incredible. Head. <laughs> that is incredible. I I mean I have something on a similar vein down Please. that line. Like, how is Dad just walking into Becca's dorm, like uh, (laughs) how's this? Like I've I've been to college and people can't just walk into the rooms. I mean, I get he's he's a professor, but surely professors don't have access to the women's dormitories. (laughs) At LSU, anything goes. Yeah, yeah, at Barden, who knows what's going on? You know. <laughs> yeah, that's a really fair point. So I, I just am concerned about that. Yeah, I think the first
1: time it's move-in day,
0: so like doors yeah, are unlocked, people sense. are in and out. But but like, like, yeah, she's when he's like asleep one day and he just like walks <laughs> in, and I'm like, okay, I need to get on a soapbox about Jesse for a second. Oh, okay. So Jesse wants to be, he wants to score films, right? Yes, that's what he said, he that's his dream. And the one big thing he shows, okay, this is me coming from as a guy who likes movies and like showing movies to people. Yeah, yes, he shows up in her dorm. They watch the end of the Breakfast Club, <laughs> not the whole movie. They just watch the end where he puts his fist up. He's like, "Wow, what a what a great ending!" <laughs> You're just spoiling classic films. <laughs> <laughs> For a woman who's never seen it? Like, who do you
1: think you are? Yeah, well, so it's, it's an interesting thought because I, I thought the same thing when I yeah. started. Please defend it. But I, I almost want to counter you a little bit. Please do. Because the conversation they have while they're picnicking that leads up to this, right? Uh-huh. She basically says, I never make it to the end, right? Because, you okay, know, it's all predictable. Um, you know, he Darth Vader's Luke's dad. You speak German, that's why you're mean, right? In the whole exchange, Yeah. Um, but I think coming off of that conversation, he's like, all right, you've got to see this ending and soundtrack. And I think the intention was to go back and watch the beginning of the movie, like in that scene, like what, oh, yeah. Cause then Kimmy Jen- comes back in. Right? Yeah. And she says the white girl's back. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I have like a, a solid stance here, but I will say, I think it was, it was somewhat backed just based on their prior Fair? interaction.
0: Okay. I'll allow it. I'll allow it <laughs> but it is kind of silly <laughs> and um this is just maybe my overall opinion but I think Becca is just kind of a a, a real jerk uh, oh yeah I mean <laughs> to Jesse I mean, oh yeah my guy's just trying to just show her some movies right? you know and trying to like bail her literally get her out of jail call her dad <laughs> and she's mad and I mean, I get it. I see her perspective, but I'm like, come on. My guy's just, you know, as a sweetheart and just right. wants to watch Jaws with you or whatever. And it's frustrating because I feel like Becca's so hot and cold with him too. Right.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure an element of that is like, she doesn't know what she wants. She's conflicted with the Bellas. She's not supposed uh-huh. to be with Travels, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. But like, just be clear with him. Like poor Jesse is mm. <laughs> just like, you know, trying to figure like pick up on vibes. Like what's going on, playa? How we doing? Like, what's up? <laughs> you know,
0: And just nothing.
1: Right. And so, she clearly has feelings for him.
0: Yeah. And then like, well, she's, she is very hot or cold. Yes or no. And it's very, uh, it's tough. It's tough to see for my guy. Cause I do very support freshman him in college. Yes, true. We've all been there, brother. Right. Again, though, another reason that I think the writers encapsulated
1: the raw emotions of what it was like to be like an 18-year-old in college. Like these interactions happen,
0: right? Yeah. And they're all definitely 18. I'll say that too. (laughs) (laughs) Anna Kendrick was pretty young during this film, right? I think so. Yeah. I know that I think Anna Camp was the oldest of the group, I think, just on the older side. I think she was close to 30. So. the yeah. nerve yeah, i know <laughs> the nerve to age um <laughs> my final one i guess everything just boils down to i don't know how dorms work can you stay in your dorm over spring break because that's what becca does it's a good question uh, i don't know I, the logistics of Barden university's dormitory yeah. system and Yeah, that's think, just my main question
1: so carter we were both proud alma maters of, of indiana yes of course um and i do know like if you were an international student right and couldn't go mm-hmm. back to like china india like whatever country you know yeah, they'd you'd... put you up
0: in housing yeah
1: right or you could uh depending on where you were you could you could stay i don't know if the dormitories were right but i lived in like union street which is just like another on-campus housing yeah. building one year and uh you could request access to stay there during the holiday as long as you had a valid reason mm-hmm. so i can't imagine her having a reason yeah i don't know about considering reason. her home how- is like 15 <laughs> away her dad's <laughs> a like professor us. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, it'd be like us, like, oh, I have to stay home because you and I are both from Bloomington. <laughs> right. And be like, yeah, uh, I need to stay. It's a long commute home. You know, <laughs> the 10 minutes is too far. Gas prices have gone up. Truly, really, truly really <laughs> of the times. So yeah, that's all the nitpicks I, I really have. Other than Becca has like one bag when she gets out of the taxi, when she moves in. <laughs> yeah, all right. right. Cool. She's just such a badass. She is. <laughs> I mean, no, she's cool. She's like, she's just too cool. Yeah. I'm going to buy all my clothes here. <laughs> <laughs> right. <I get> it. <laughs> Yeah, that's all that's all I got with nitpicks because I don't want to nitpick like the over exaggerated things because that's purposeful. So uh, yeah,
1: I think it's needed. yeah
0: yeah. Ajay, I have 10 trivia facts for you here.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I have 10 little little snippets. you may know them. you may not know them. It's to educate either you or the audience. just right. we'll just, uh, we'll just see I'll let you lead. I'm just gonna rattle through them and you be like, whoa or yeah so, okay okay okay. um so this is my my opportunity to talk about Esther Dean oh yes who plays cynthia yeah (laughs) um obviously acts and sings in uh in the uh the movie but did you know she's also a songwriter did you know that yeah (laughs) yep yep uh not only is she just a songwriter but please yes she uh she has written music for mary j blige rihanna Christina Aguilera, Katy Perry, Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, Britney Spears, and many more. Right. Um, songs include: she wrote Super Bass, mm. Rude Boy, wow. Countdown, Beyonce, Firework, Katy Perry, and here's the kicker: SM. Wow. Which she sings. Which in she the sing- film. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> Incredible stuff. And uh, have you watched Songland? It's a show I think you'd really dig. I have not but it sounds like I should check it out after this. It's uh it's a bunch of like songwriters come on the show. It's so, like Esther Dean is a judge, Ryan Tedder's a judge of One Republic oh. who's also written a lot of songs. And then they bring sometimes they bring like guests, like they brought Megan Trainor on for an episode, they brought the Jonas really? Brothers on, and singer-songwriters come in and pitch their songs to an artist. And then they like oh. like the Jonas Brothers were in there and they like sang a song and then they're like on the fly like changing things tweaking things and then they like really and then like the jones brothers will sing that person's song and like what? Produce it. it's really that's cool. pretty cool you should What's check this it called? out song land i'll check this out song land yeah and i'm sure there's like youtube clips of it on because like it's it's really cool so and esther dean is a featured on there and got it i was like them. was this
1: related to one of our fun facts
0: <laughs> i just thought i'd talk about Songland for a little bit uh, <laughs> uh, upon seeing the title of the movie adam divine thought that pitch perfect was a baseball movie that's hilarious. No. Uh,
1: so my girlfriend, Erin, actually had a similar experience. She no went kidding. to the theaters and saw this
0: and thought it was a film about baseball. And she's like, <laughs> where's the baseball? <laughs>
1: no kidding. She was just
0: sitting there waiting. <laughs> that is incredible. Um, yeah. So like when he showed up to his audition, he was not prepared to sing a song. Oh, so man. the producers told him, sing whatever song you want. Do you want to know what song you sang? Oh, gosh. What was it? The Full House theme song. You're joking. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Why is that? They were you... impressed,
1: and he was hired. So, <laughs> does um does does he have a background in music?
0: No, I don't think so. Okay,
1: so pretty good.
0: Wow. Well, okay. he's won the
1: ICCAs apparently like a hundred times. So yeah. So
0: he's done that. And then what? What was he? What did he leave to be a background singer for John Mayer? What John Mayer. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love that. I have a little um, people that were considered for the role of Gail. Uh, Elizabeth Banks character. Oh, because um, it wasn't initially supposed to go to Elizabeth Banks. She was really? supposed to just be acting as a producer. There were two people that were considered for the for the role. The first was Amy Poehler. Really? Uh-huh. Makes sense. She was just considered. But the role of Gail was originally written for Kristen Wiig. Really? Mm-hmm. Could you see that? I could. I actually yeah. could. Yeah, I think that'd be good. I, yeah. I could
1: also see Amy Poehler in that.
0: Yeah. But then Elizabeth Banks swooped in. She's like, I'll do it. She I'll did a great job. Owner. Yeah, and they're they're fun. We didn't really talk about them much, but John Michael Higgins and uh, Elizabeth Banks—they have a little good banter. And he's a misogynist. Good stuff. H- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of that's tough to listen to <laughs> in this day. I'm like, well, hey. you're a misogynist at heart, John. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> great stuff. Um, I have more info about the shower scene, Ajay, because I know you want more. Hit All me right? with it. Hit me with it, please. Anna Kendrick and Brittany Snow were completely naked while filming the shower scene. Is it um is it shameful to mention that I did know that? <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: the first thing I knew about the movie. <laughs> All
0: right.
1: Yeah, I know I was there.
0: <laughs> it was fun. Like in an interview, uh, like Anna Kendrick said, like they did that scene so much and felt so shit. She had had her body memorized. She had Britney Snow's body memorized to the point she even refused to put her robe back on in between takes. They were just like chilling out naked so wow well i'm glad they were able to be that comfortable because yeah. i know anna kendrick has
1: a firm stance against d- doing like nude scenes in yeah. hollywood it's been like a point of contention cuz she like did a whole show on hbo love life right and they were like <laughs> i don't wanna mm. say trying to get her nude cuz that sounds gross um it's hbo's thing That's it's good. hbo's thing it it would had she wanted to or been open to it the option would have been available i think is the best way that i'm going to go. But there were a bunch of there's a bunch of stuff that came out that was like no she said no but they still wanted her for the role so I was like well ah, good for you Anna for like standing up for Anna. yourself and like having a you know
0: having a what's the expression a stake in the ground In real life as you mentioned Skylar Ashton and Anna Camp dated yeah. they were married What? And then they were married on September 10th 2016 they divorced in 2019 oh. I know I know So they I'm were sorry. married less than less of a time than we were in college cuz we began yes. August of
1: 2016
0: right <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is That's true They didn't That's tough. even get to COVID together <laughs> That's tough Yeah, they didn't get to cohabitate together Bummer <laughs> um, uh, This one was interesting um, I don't know if you've ever paused the movie To look at the available categories for the riff-off Yeah, I have not So obviously they do ladies of the 80s And songs about sex Those are the two yep. they cover More, I'm going to name you all the categories Oh, please Okay. The first two are, are incredible Black Michael Jackson, (laughs) but wait, white Michael Jackson. You're joking. These are two separate genres on the same wheel. Two genres. Christian rock, hair bands, TV theme songs, reggae time. There's a lot. Yeah. yeah, Full house. (laughs) Reggae time. Um, Medium rock. The Judds. uh, Famous duets. Overplayed black eyed peas. <laughs> uh, um, these are great puppet songs, which I guess that plays out later in the socapellas. Oh, um, songs Glee ruined, which I thought ha- was funny. I, I have noticed that one on the wheel. Yeah, actually. that's a good one. Um, party rock anthems, and then one of my favorites, ugly lead singers. <laughs> so <laughs> I would have loved to see all of these. Yeah, right. That's crazy.
1: Uh, so. Yeah, no, they they definitely, and again, they I don't think any of those themes exist in the future ripoffs. Like yeah, I know in the so... third one, they do zombie apocalypse as mm-hmm. one of their themes, which is yeah. super intriguing, actually. Uh, <laughs> and, and maybe artists you didn't know were Jewish was one as well yeah. in the third one.
0: What's so... the one about um, people that have dated John Mayer? Is that one of them? Because it's like artists who dated John Mayer. That might be the second or third one. Because that sounds Bumper, right. Because Bumper comes in and sings like a Shania Twain song yes, or something. And yeah. they're like, wait, what? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And it changes the words too, because yeah. he's like mourning over Fat Amy. Speaking of Fat Amy, great segue, Ajay. Uh, Rebel Wilson and Adam Devine would constantly improvise their lines whenever they were in a scene together. Oh. And uh, Devine would often try to kiss her, which created oh. the backstory for their characters throughout the film. Really? They did not have a romantic uh, link in the film in the script and they just made it up on the spot and it You're made the kidding. film. So like yeah. the whole like I have Bumpers number and like in the front like oh
1: maybe we should kiss and then she has the whole sometimes I think I should do like crystal yes. ass, and then I think better not like all that
0: <laughs> just like banter and improv. Yeah it was just born out of like oh these guys are firing let's 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 let them do stuff. So, wow that's pretty cool. <laughs> the writer Kay Cannon uh, was jogging on the side of the road in college when her then boyfriend in a van with other guys threw a burrito at her. So that was inspired by a real-life event that occurred to her. Really? Yep. And that scene took five takes, apparently, to throw that burrito, burrito it, at Rebel Wilson. Was it to hit her? Is that why? Yeah, I think they missed. These, <laughs> poor, burritos. There's yeah, these poor burritos. Yeah, There's children starving in
1: Martinsville and You're right. wasting
0: burritos. You're right. Here. People don't consider that. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth Banks and John Michael Higgins, the two announcers in the film, yep, they yep, filmed yep, all yep. their scenes in one day and they were out really yeah they did it all they just like changed their outfits and then got in different booths and they were done Uh, that makes sense actually because
1: they only have so many scenes and so many lines right yeah but i don't know it's not something i would have thought about or guess that's really cool they're not that's a fun fact
0: fat amy the character uh that is inspired by amy poehler who um is friends with Kay cannon who wrote the screenplay um, they decided to nickname the character Fat Amy because that's what they called Amy Poehler when she was pregnant, and that's what she would call herself, Fat Amy. Wow, she called herself Fat Amy.
1: <laughs> that does not sound great. I... Yeah, well, no,
0: Amy Poehler just like called me Fat Amy when she was pregnant, so okay, okay. so it's a self, it's a self diss. You know, I
1: she's a, she's an SNL woman, right? So like yes. they've got uh, they've got
0: <laughs> they're wired yeah. different. They are. Man. Okay, box office, RJ. Um so I just wanted to tell you about how the film performed at the box office for you, Oh, please do. Um, in case you were uh, interested. Um, this am. was forty sixth at the domestic box office, sixty five million dollars it made, um, which is okay. pretty good. It had a very small yeah. budget. Um, I was going to ask, do you know what the budget is? Uh, it, like uh, I think like twenty million or something like that. So it okay. it made its return. So yeah, good for them. yeah. But I had to go back and like it actually did pretty well considering the year. 2012 brought us the first Avengers movie, oh. uh, Dark Knight Rises, the first wow. Hunger Games movie, oh Twilight my gosh, Part Two, Skyfall, and the Amazing Spider-Man. All in this was a
1: great year
0: for film, good year for <laughs> movies. So the fact that it made any money at all is and uh, Page Perfect was number one, really. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I think so. Um, yeah, it's, it released September 28th. Um, And it opened against the first Hotel Transylvania movie, too. So had some competition going on there. So, yeah, 2012. (laughs) Big year. Um, Great year. The world almost ended. Thanks. Yeah. People forget that. People forget that. What a year that was. (laughs) Never. Never forget. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Awards season, Ajay. This is where I talk about some of the awards that the movie was won or nominated and oh. usually I'd like to talk about Oscars or something like that. Not nominated for an Oscar. Is that <laughs> travesty? I think so. Maybe not even like best original song or something, you know, like <laughs> a little riff in there or something. I don't know. Mm, nothing. Wow. Nothing. But so what did we get? We got some MTV movie awards, Ajay. Uh, oh. Uh, Rebel Wilson won breakout performance. She beat out Eddie Redmayne and Les Mis. Oh. Uh-huh. And Ezra Miller in Perks of Being a Wallflower. And anytime I can mention wow. Ezra Miller, I, I have to because they are running rampant in this country. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And also won Best Musical Moment um, for uh, oh. Final Scene, which I guess okay. is a, an award at the MTV Movie Awards. So Cool. Shout Makes out to MTV Movie Awards. Shout out. I have uh, a friend
1: who's working those this year. Do you? Wait, Sick. I think you know her. Maddie White? Maddie White? That's right. Yeah. Hype. Yeah, she uh, works for the um, Country Music Hall of Fame now.
0: That's hype. And so she gets to do cool stuff like that. Maddie White, if you're listening, shout out. Come on the pod. Okay, and I have a, a conversation about sequels for all of these episodes that we do. Oh. Should there be one or should there not have been one? Yeah. So I think the second one is fine. Um, I think the third one is really not good. You know when these movies were good, Ajay? When they were about acapella singing, that's fair. That's I don't need fair. a heist movie in my pitch perfect movies, <laughs> which is what happened I hear in the you. third. Um, yeah, it's um,
1: it's interesting because I just I feel like you can only write so many f- uh, films about an acapella competition. Yeah, I think so I um, you know, and I think they were just trying to milk the franchise. If we're being honest, certainly, certainly which is which is tough. But I I would agree with you that the second one was good enough. Mm-hmm. um i watched it opening night like i went on a thursday night and like watched it oh i nice. was just so excited it was like a december 23rd or something like i remember like it was like something i was excited for leading up to because oh, i was yeah. such a big pitch perfect fan um and the third one was um very similar i didn't see it opening night but i saw it opening weekend nice. and uh, i was disappointed however like i said earlier i'm just such a big fan of anna kendrick's voice that yes, that's i enjoyed the film just for
0: the vocal performance from her, yeah. you know and dj khaled
1: right. was in it so like it's just as silly but kind of fun. i
0: forgot about that yeah snoop talks in the second one it, is he right yeah yes. at the very beginning and so is um michael keegan key oh you're right oh no keegan <laughs> keegan michael key yes keegan michael key sorry uh you know they're, they're the same names you know um <laughs> yeah I, I mean the second one gave us Haley steinfeld which is great i like, I like everything she's True. doing and pentatonix fun makes second.
1: a little cameo which is fun. True, true. Yeah. Um, I thought the song Flashlight was an original written for the second pitch perfect. Wait, is it
0: not? <laughs> are, you, I tell, are you joking? No, is it not? I didn't know it's that either. Not. I got roasted so I've hard. been bamboozled for years. <laughs> yeah. Who sings I it? What's the I original? Don't oh my gosh. I, I feel like I've been lied to. Yeah, uh,
1: is it Jesse J? Does that sound right? No, that's from Pitch Perfect. Who originally sang "Flashlight"? It's
0: uh, yeah, no, it's
1: it's English singer Jesse J. Well,
0: <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm gonna burn this episode, Aj. This is an Aaron. I've, I've been made a fool of on my own podcast. Yeah, you've been boozled for the last yeah. bam time. That's right. Gosh. Okay. Well, that's fine. Um, okay. Well, I learned something new today too. How about that? Uh, Ajay if I were to ask you to remove a character from the movie who are you removing now you can remove a character and replace them with another character or you can remove a character completely and add a new character completely totally two separate questions or you can combine yeah
1: so if I could remove one I have my answer okay good who are you getting out of here I'll be honest when I prepared for this um, I thought I was going to be asked
0: who to kill (laughs) <laughs> that's i mean hey that's up to you did it it doesn't say anywhere in my document kill a character from this film yeah i read it how i wanted to if we're being I, honest execute an actual human
1: <laughs> and so you may not be surprised so who but are you I killing kimmy
0: Jin. uh yeah that makes sense i
1: i added up how many lines she had in the movie and it was a total of four
0: nice
1: the first one is i'm going to the activities fair right mm-hmm. after all the introductions that's all she says why does she feel the need to say anything right True. Fair then enough. she drops the the white girl is back right <laughs> yeah <laughs> two for two um she has when all of the bellas are waiting in her dorm room after um becca's gone to prison uh-huh <laughs> um, yeah they've been here all night and it's been super inconvenient or whatever she says i can't remember the exact quote yeah and then her one nice thing she says, "Have a good spring break." <laughs> and then she's gone. You never see her again. Yeah, those are her only lines. So all you know is Becca's got this horrible roommate, which like I almost feel like um, we could have replaced her with like a really kooky, like want to be friends with you roommate. You well, know, yeah. I think my only fear there is that would overshadow Ben Platt's role uh benji Mm, a little bit because i think he kind of plays that kooky character who's a roommate
0: very good um because
1: i would have loved to see like becca having a kooky roommate who like wanted to be a part of it right but then i'm like well that's kind of what they did with benji so i don't know that we want two sides of this but at the same point it could have been a love interest for benji so i I don't know i'm going way too into the weeds now man but (laughs) But i like it
0: but then i want to kill kimmy (laughs) i want to murder kimmy (laughs) Amazing. This is an incredible turn. I love it. I'm not going to murder anybody, but I, just for funsies, I'm going to remove Elizabeth Banks and I'm replacing her with Melissa McCarthy from Bridesmaids. Really? Yeah. Just for fun. I think she would have a lot of chaotic energy. Yeah. And uh, I just think that'd be fun. I love Elizabeth Banks in here, but I'm just being fun and flirty.
1: Yeah, no, I think um, I think that's a good point. And and um, Gail and John, right? They're both yes. very professional despite being unprofessional. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> professional tones, right? Yes. Uh, while having like not a professional <laughs> action, essentially, but um, I think it could have benefited from like a high energy kind of nut roll as yeah. uh, as one of the two. I think that's um, a really yeah. interesting
0: interesting placement. The Bechtel test, Ajay. Are you familiar with the Bechtel test? I'm not, so hit me with it. Uh, If a film has two women in it who talk to each other about something besides a man, the movie passes the Bechtel test. And I'm proud to say that Pitch Perfect passes the Bechtel test. So shout out. They talk about way more. They talk about acapella, (laughs) Ajay. Not just men.
1: That's good stuff. You're right. In Um, fact, men are very seldomly even talked about in this movie. Yeah. I think
0: there's some tension around men, if anything. Indeed. Screw men, I say. Yeah, I agree, yeah. and that's my stance. Um, finally, the Rick Dalton meme test. Um, are you familiar with the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's pointing at the TV? What's I'm about to be.
1: Is what? Yes, like. you are.
0: So it's basically a meme when like when someone says the title of the movie, people like post uh, this meme and they're like, "Ooh!" So this is just the test. Do they say the title of the movie in the movie? And they do not, Ajay. I didn't think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's great. So they do not pass the Rick Dalton meme test. Is, is that a plus or a minus for the movie's overall quality? Who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> the audience. You're to, is say. to say. You're the judge. <laughs> well, I, I will say that my favorite movie, The Dark Knight, says the title of the movie, it's the last line of the oh. movie. And that's what I think is a perfect way to cap off a movie. That's just wow. me. So yeah, if at the end, if at, the end, it, yeah. if at yeah. the end they were like, Wow, guys, we were really pitch perfect there. And then the movie ends. Great. Good stuff. Quote from the movie you'd put on your tombstone. Mm. Uh, serious or funny? Okay, um, great. Do you have any in mind? I wrote down a ton. I have a funny one. Okay. Hit the me with line that. is... That's my
1: dick. And <laughs> it is, it's the scene where Aubrey says... I can see your toner through your jeans, you know, the musical boner, Uh to which Becca replies, that's my dick, and walks (laughs) off. And I have to say, 15 year old Ajay thought that was the best line in the world. Couldn't be a stronger one. So said that that to people in the hallways all the time.
0: (laughs) Incredible stuff. I don't have a serious one either, I have a funny one. Um, okay. I wrote down a lot, but I, it's going to boil down to this is my winner. And then I'll give you some honorable mentions that I think are just funny. Please, please. Actually, I'm tied between two. Here's my first one.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good one. Because I'm dead. Get it? And the, um, the
1: theatrics are so good in that, right? Like, I mean, stop. she she acts that out very well. You see Cynthia Rose come over and try to give her mouth to mouth.
0: Which, <laughs> great! So, She's like, nah, like he's okay. clearly conscious right yep. <laughs> great stuff um i think this one might take the win the the cake though i've been rejected from the army shoved into a door of the explorer backpack and pushed into the girl's locker room wearing nothing but suspenders but no matter i'm in the world that i love
1: yes i forgot about that because that's the very end right yeah and it's mclovin
0: <laughs> yes yeah from super
1: and you're like why is
0: mclevin here it's great he's in the movie for like
1: two I, scenes and I it's wonderful did not recognize that's who that was yeah. i i you know is one of those where i'm like i know that face from somewhere uh-huh. i watched a movie you were in when i was 13 i know it. and then you're like it's goddamn mclevin so
0: thank you for giving me that resolve carter you're welcome you're welcome and then honorable mention to i'm the best singer in tasmania with teeth just an honorable mention to that one because because <laughs> cool that's a good um, one. That's yeah. a good one. Aka, excuse me, is good too. All the Aka stuffs, but...
1: Yeah, I'm going to uh, pitch slap you so hard your man boobs are going to concave. That's a that's a strong one. <laughs> I a my, twin womb, hey, my twin in the
0: womb. Honorable man. Hey, my twin in the womb. Yeah, great stuff. I have gills like a fish. <laughs> all, anything all that the... she says, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right, right. Asha, is there anything we missed that we didn't talk about that you think deserves the light of day that we haven't mentioned?
1: You know, actually, the one thing that i would
0: mention and
1: it's it's a half question half statement mm-hmm. the cup song that we talked about right yes yes what came first The like did, was the cup song written for for this movie and then became so popular they released it because it has like half a billion views on youtube
0: so like, it was a song the song is a song but the whole cup okay. thing was a thing that people did on the internet okay um and i think anna kendrick just performance made it popularized it and then like her version became
1: like the version okay okay because whenever i watch that i always joke with whoever i'm watching it with and i'm like wow do you think audrey and chloe have any idea how famous this song is gonna get
0: (laughs) (laughs) that would be a whole that there's your pitch perfect for uh anna kendrick inception yeah she actually just plays anna kendrick
1: Well, Hmm. she kind of does at the end of the third, right? Uh, Oh yeah, she like wins the record deal, but then she like pulls everyone on stage and they all like
0: party together. I just have wiped that movie from my memory. I think that's Uh, fair.
1: I've seen it twice on accident. Well, the first time was on accident.
0: It was just like on TV once, and we didn't turn it off. You know, it was one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. Let me take you to my final segment, which is the list is life. The
1: list is an absolute good.
0: The list is life and uh this is a segment where ajay i have a list of every movie i've ever seen ranked yes uh from 1 to currently 2340 is where i'm at right now wow and i thought you might want to know where pitch perfect is to and i would end love this, to in this conversation so pitch perfect ajay out of 2340 movies sits at 937 okay which is very good we're in the top half what You're was the, the rating on that I gave it three out of five stars. That's fair. And I think you'd give it five out of five stars. If I'd, I had to guess. I'd,
1: you know, I'd put it up there. Mm-hmm. Um, It's one of those that I recognize is not a cinematic masterpiece. It's right? just
0: nostalgia. It's what you like. But it's yeah. extremely
1: entertaining. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's and so, so entertaining. Yes. Right? Um. So it, it really depends on what your goal is when you're trying to watch a movie. And as I alluded to earlier in my relationship with movies... I often just want entertainment in the background. Oh yeah. And so it is a perfect, uh, it's a five on the Ajay scale because of my relationship with movies, Gosh. but I understand it on the Richter scale or the Carter
0: scale. <laughs> <laughs> my Richter scale. I love it. Um, for perspective, I have it below Star Trek into darkness and above Seabiscuit for your perspective. <laughs> so it's better than that dumb horse, Ajay. Oh man. So you mean seahorse? I'm just, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> that's did. a good zinger, man. Oh, to good. Woo-hoo. Um, and with that, Ajay, that wraps up our pitch perfect conversation. How about it? Wow. We did that it. That was that was a blast, man. Uh, thanks for so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. This was so fun. Absolutely. And I am proud to officially welcome you into the spectral realm. You are now a retrospector. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to Thank the you. realm. Welcome to the RCR. It's an family. honor. It truly is. You have no idea. I'm going to hang you a plaque, picture of you on my wall. Not because of this, just for, yeah, I just want a picture of you on my wall, so. Well, thank you.
1: I, You know, I thought you paused after you said, I'm going to hang you, and I was like, I, I <laughs> thought I did better than that, but. Let's okay, end man. on that note,
0: because that's good <laughs> stuff. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Thank you, Ajay, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you on Friday. Bye.